on this week's Talking with Topher. Like, I just feel electricity going up through my shoulder into my neck, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go compete. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, get hurt. <laughs> I'm too it's old. all right. J- Jesus loves sinners, you know? So he's, he's always walking with them, trying to give them another chance, I think. And now let's get into episode 204. happening TWT fans it is so good to be back on this February 29th 2024 and I'm so glad you all came back for some more um, before I get into anything today let me start off the same way I always do and that's by thanking all of you out there that's right uh, big thank you to everybody who has subscribed everybody who has helped promote this thing and uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody out there especially the subscribers. If you're new to the podcast, you're just swinging by, stopping by, maybe you got sent the link tree and you're checking it out for the first time, make sure you hit that subscribe button, all right? It's the most important thing you can do for the podcast. It's free for you and it keeps me coming back week after week and it allows me to upgrade the podcast as we continue on into the fifth year. Don't forget about your opportunity to be a guest or tell your story. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. That's the official email of the podcast. And all you got to do is send an audio, video, or type it out. But you got to send it over to the official email of the podcast. That's where you can also write in. Let me know if you want a t-shirt or sticker. So little stickers shirts the only way to let me know if you want those the stickers will be about three bucks um i think the shirts will be as needed um but do let me know if you want them by sending an email over to t-a-l-k-i-n witofer at gmail.com get yourself some merch tell your story or get an opportunity to be a guest um and then of course uh don't forget about the link tree It's right there at the bottom of the description. That's right. It's in the description below the video. So you need to go there, click it. It gives you access to everything TWT. It's just that easy. And it's just that easy to share the podcast with everybody you know by copying and sharing. All right. So go ahead and do all of those things. I greatly appreciate it. I've got a guest today. And so instead of me rambling on and on and on and on the way I always do, let's just get into today's podcast with my guest, Elijah Weber. We're getting started here. Elijah, thank you for coming back on the podcast. Thanks I'm for having very me. excited about all of this. Um, so let's just start right where um, you kind of left off, which is doing a competition yesterday. Uh, as we're recording today, um, is it's Sunday. I think it's February 20. 5th? It's the 25th. So 25th, right? So you did a competition. Yeah, it's the 25th. What what was uh what what competition did you do yesterday? I did the Grappling Industries New Hampshire Open. Oh, nice. Nice. And you placed uh very well. 
So how was that for you? I like to, I, I, I tur- going into a tournament for myself is extremely nerve wracking. Um, me, me too. Okay, it is. I, <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like people. Well, you compete. I want to th- uh, to according. Well, not according. Compared to me, compared to me, you compete re- pretty regularly. Um, so how is that? How is your preparation for it? And how do you get over? Let's just say the butterflies. Um. Well, the butterflies. It's you. It's kind of something you, you just kind of have to deal with it. Uh, it's um, it's kind of like uh, jumping out of an airplane. Okay, you know you I've have never to, done that. You have to trust that you know your equipment's going to work. Okay, and the people who inspected you are the best in the world at what they do, and they have total confidence that everything's going to work out when you exit the aircraft. And you gotta, you know, once you exit the aircraft, you gotta be confident. You know, and, and, and what to do and how to do everything and just, you know, do it safely and have fun. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a, that was an extreme. But the butterflies, they just, you, you really just got to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, because if, if here's the thing. If you walk in, like, walking into the competition, even leaving your house to the competition, and you're thinking, like, I'm not going to do well today, you already lost. You're mm. already, you're going to do shit. Okay. It's not going to be a good day for you. You can't be like that. You have to tell yourself, like, I'm, don't, don't, you don't even have to tell yourself you're going to win. You just, I mean, you should, but yeah. You yeah, there's just nothing have wrong with fun, that. you know, be happy. Here's the other thing. Like, I saw this, uh, I was scrolling through Instagram reels one day, wasting time, and I saw this one where this person said, the happiest people train the hardest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whereas some people, they're not as happy. They rely more on discipline. They still show up and they put in the work, but they're more discipline run than they are run by their happiness. And um, I don't know, for a, a, like looking at things from the outside in, I kind of, I guess, would put myself in that second category because I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, a, I'm pretty happy. I'm, I'm very happy. You my, be happy. My life is awesome. I, I did really great yesterday. And I, I am, I'm very happy. Let's, let's not get it twisted here. I'm, my <laughs> life is awesome. It, it, you know, it, God, God's very good to me. So I'm not trying to sound like I'm complaining. Um, trying to remember where I was going with that. I'm going to brain fart here. Well, it's just a, it's just that like a lot of people. Uh, oh, right. So, you know, the struggle of competing and getting in there yeah. and getting over. If, and, if, and if you're not really like happy or whatever, find something to be like grateful for. Like practice some gratitude like that. For whatever reason, that kind of just clicked with me and going and every every time I felt nervous stepping onto the mat, especially because it's like when the judge is looking or not the yeah the ref, the judge, whatever mm-hmm. they're looking at you like, all right, come on. It's just like, oh shit, this is about to go. This is about to happen right now. Right, right. And you can't go in there thinking I'm gonna lose. Like, if you're thinking like that, just stop. Stop what you're doing. Detach yourself for a second, and just be grateful that you're here. You look like look at what you're doing right now. So how, be how, be in the moment. Yeah, be in the moment and have fun. Like and just feel all the love that you have in your life. Just think about all that stuff for like like a second yeah maybe maybe three or four you know just just do that and that should help you out that helped me out yesterday 
Uh, I went against a guy who actually beat me in that super fight tournament back in June. Yeah. And uh, he's really good. I think his, his name is Reed Delaney. He trains out of, I think it's called Ginsburg BJJ. And uh, he's he's really good. He, he did the ADCC US Open like two weeks ago. He placed n- like ninth out of 30 something people in his in a very tough division. So that really? yeah, that kid, I mean, that was recently, but he beat me in that tournament and that, you know, I kind of let that bother me for a long time. Um not I didn't like do anything unhealthy. It was just like one of those things that like kind of, you know, picks at your subconscious yeah, a little bit. Yeah, of course. Bit. And um when I saw him sign up, when I saw that he'd signed up at first like for the division which was kind of late in the game, I was like, oh, this dude's gonna be here. Like, <laughs> you know, and I started getting in my yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? You get it, in your it, head. It'd be like that, man. Like you start getting in your head, and it's just like, you know, shit, dude. And then you start like beating yourself up, and you're like, oh, don't do that to yourself. Is what I'm trying to get. Right. At. Just don't. They. I read this thing like you know tournament prep stuff online, and I think it was on the Tap Cancer Out website. Okay. And it was like. Five things to do like before a tournament. One of them was like, don't look up your opponents. Don't look up any oh, of this stuff. Oh, really? What did I do? I went right, did that right away. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> it was like reverse psychology, and I was like, oh, oh so you can you can go into the tournament on, on their website yeah, so and you can see where everybody's uh, gonna be if if they've playing. been like competing. So uh, Grappling Industries works with this company called Smooth Comp, okay. and they have this software that kind of ha- keeps a record of your wins losses like at all your tournaments and stuff oh wow yeah oh wow so, so you have a kind of like a, a, a well it's a scorecard yeah okay it's, kinda, it's pretty cool actually and you can like you know you can put in what academies you're affiliated with you know so, so you can see where you're ranking yeah and you can also see like where you rank i guess throughout grappling industries oh wow so, yeah that's really cool uh you know just I, i'd love to do more ibjjf stuff it's just they don't come around here. Yeah, that's you true. know, and when they do come around here, I I can't get the day off of work. Wow. So it's like, that's the other thing. Like, I love jujitsu. It is, I think it's one of my favorite things ever. Oh, it's you it's, know it's 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 become my new addiction. And, so, but like what I used to do a lot was put jujitsu over everything else in my life. Okay. And now there was some times where that was totally fine. Like when I was dealing with like some mental health kind of stuff, like, you know, it, it was, I had like the sick time and, and whatever to take time off and just, you know, work on myself. Yeah. But it gets to a point where it's like, you can't forget about the rest of your life. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if like, you know, it, it you got to pay your bills. You got to, you know, tend to your house. You got to, you know, if, you, if you're married or in a, you know, serious relationship, you got to put time into that, mm-hmm. you know. I, and I'm just saying this stuff because it's like little mistakes I've made, you know. Uh, I, hey. You know, you get really caught up in this in the stuff and it's just like you can't forget about, you know, the home base. You right. Know? Um, jiu-jitsu is awesome and I think it's great. So that, it sounds to me as if it kind of – became like an, a, like like an addiction that overtook your life. 
and you were putting too much time into that I was and not a, enough time yeah, everywhere else. I was oblivious to everything else that was going on in my life. Like, uh, I was, like, getting... Uh, there was at one point I was not going to work, and I was going to train instead. And but, <laughs> Well, I, you know, man, like... I, I, work, I wish I could do I that. I work at a prison, and sometimes okay. if, it just it fucking sucks. Pardon my well, English. Let, but let's be real about that. If you work at a prison... You're basically in prison. Yeah. That, and you just get to go yeah. home at the end of the oh, day. Oh, yeah. So I you, just get to go home you for 16 are, hours. Like, yeah. You're you're in that. You're living you, that. If you're working nights, you're pretty much doing time there with them. Right. I mean, it's, it's, you know. That's kind of crazy to mentally absorb in the first place because this is your job. Yeah. But you're in a prison. Yeah, man. For hours. Yeah. Sometimes 16 so, hours. That's like, crazy. You get, we get forced. I mean, it's gotten way better now but like a couple of years ago for whatever reason they weren't like hiring people okay and um and that's not just my agency that is like a, a statewide thing so hr leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> anyways um so it was hard like we were getting forced left and right like when i say we get forced like you have to stay and do another shift because someone either called in sick or oh. Or, or maybe there's like a hospital trip out, and that takes two officers off the line, and then you, they got to go deal with that. So now you need two more officers to like. Anyways, hmm. you got to fill those gaps, right? Yeah, you yeah, got, yeah. Now you now you got more stuff you got to do, and and I get it, man. It's like I, I feel for some of these administrators. Sometimes they get thrown a a shit storm, if you will. Yeah. Um, and they they got everyone's just kind of got to do the best they can. Uh, but it was pretty brutal for a while. The overtime was good. Don't get me wrong. The pay, like, you know, when I sh- did show up, the, the the paychecks were pretty great. It, but it's just like it, it really kind of takes a toll on you after a while. Electromagnetically speaking, and a lot of people they may not understand what I mean by that. Uh, we're electromagnetic beings, man. Yes. And like science backs that up. Like everyone's got a vibe. Uh, everyone's got an aura. Um, you know, everybody. You can feel when someone walks in the room if they're, like, chill or not. Or, mm-hmm. or if it's someone like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Some, you get and, a feeling. And sometimes, like, you know, you really got to still keep getting to know somebody. But, like, I mean, who knows, dude? Like, it, it is what it is. Th- that's a fact. And when you spend your your day in darkness all the time and around, like, really sub-intellect kind of, like, environments and the way what i mean by that is you're around cons all day yeah no one maybe less than a tenth of a percent are they speaking proper english and you know having a baller conversation you know i've had some pretty good conversations with some guys that lock up in there you know what i mean like you know, not not every day it works a bad day. Okay, it's I, I've had. Oh. I, I try to have a good day every time I go in there. You That's know? any place of work. Though. Well, a lot like, of my job is just talking to people. You that, know, and well, just that, yeah, hearing their their bullshit. That's but, actually that's a lot of my job yeah. too. Yeah, I basically go around from. Uh, I'm not stuck in a prison. I am stuck in a restaurant. But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you just you're just a you know, a shoulder to lean on or, or just an ear to listen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how far that'll go, uh, for the other person that just needs to talk. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's, that's good. And any, any, any place of business, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Oh yeah. But to 
work at a prison and have to stay there for 16 hours. And then if someone calls out and they're like, hey, you got to pull in a double and now you've spent a day and a half in that place, you just did a day and a half of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, you I mean, might I got be, paid for you, it. It went yeah, towards you my got pension, paid, but yeah. like, you know. But still, yeah. like, that's a completely different type of employment to me just driving from restaurant to restaurant. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's got to be quite taxing on your mentalness. Oh, um, yeah. In a sense, because you're 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 stuck in there. You're, you know, letting them out to yard time. You're doing all these things, but you're going through all of that. And I can I could understand where you would have, um, you know, some some depression or stuff show up that you had to mentally work on. And now you're using jujitsu as kind of like that escape. Yeah. And, and I, I had to do what I had to do. You know, mm-hmm. if any I, I'm sure some of my coworkers and bosses will see this. And you know what? Like, don't get upset with me because I'll do the same stuff. So like, you got to do what you got to do to you know yeah keep kicking in there like and a lot of the people that you know i'm not trying to run my mouth but a lot of people that run the show and this isn't just where i work this is kind of everywhere it's a management thing you know there's good managers and it's some not so great Uh uh-huh you know but they're the boss at the end of the day you got to respect that i just want to put that out there first but like well all these people they don't understand is because they're not the ones doing it all the time mm-hmm. all right right and the, even though they may have used to have done it they're not doing it all the time they're not there every day they're not dealing with 2024 cons when they were dealing with maybe tw- 2013 cons and then they got promoted and climbed the ladder maybe forgot where they came from and came back I don't know you know what I'm saying yep. like they forget sometimes this shit is taxing on you you yeah. will if you do this job if you're a correction officer and you know you do that for a living for props to you. Um, the best cops, by the way, are former correction officers. Interesting. They're the best. Like we, we rock it putting handcuffs on people because we do that sh- this shit all the time. Oh. It's it's like jujitsu, you know, just yeah. repetition, repetition through everything. Yep. You know, you just, that's how you get good at it. You know, you become less scared of altercations the more you break up or the more you have to de-escalate. Most of my career has been de-escalation. Oh, I have rarely ever had to put hands on somebody and I am very proud of that. That's awesome. Not many people in my line of work can be like, yeah, I barely ever have to put hands on somebody. What? I'm not trying to sound like a cocky prick saying that, but it's just like, you really should try to strive to use that verbal judo. But you know, at the same time, somebody wants to get down, they can come get it. Yeah. And, um, well, you, you know. you've had a couple altercations in there. You know, you've you've had to do some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've had to break up yeah. some fights, you know. I rem- I, the only reason I'm bringing that up is because I remember you hurting your knee in in, in one of yeah. those type of situations. Jiu-Jitsu helped me there, too. So, um, yeah, big time. If it wasn't wow. for that, I probably would have got rolled on my back by a guy three times my size. And he wow. wasn't, for the record, he wasn't trying to fight me. It was a, it was a two-on-one fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know the premise behind it, but... It, it, it was a two-on-one fight. The the guy I have I was trying to restrain, he was winning. Oh. He was the one of the two-on-one. So he oh, was fighting back two okay. people, and I'm trying to tell him, yo, calm down, calm down. Like, it's over. And he's, like, fighting. I get it. When you're in when you're in the moment like that, you're, uh, I, I understand. I, hey, can, but, I, can, I, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Just, it, because that is so true. Because if it wasn't for mm. the clock on the mats yeah. when we train – 
I probably wouldn't stop. No, no. This right? It's totally normal. Because you're, you're in it. Yeah. You're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. But we hear that bell. We know to stop. Right. But where are we also when that's happening? We're well, in class. We're in class. We're not true. in a right. penal but institution. But there's no indication that it's over for him except for you trying to tell him that. And his brain is so clouded with the adrenaline yeah. and everything else that, like, you know, it's it, 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 you're right. It's hard for them it's, to put the brakes on. Yeah. So that's where you had to step and in. He's probably thinking I'm fighting for my life over here. I don't know if these dudes got shanks or whatever, which I they mean, did not, by the way, just saying. But that, that sometimes happens in there. That's something you got to be aware of. Now, see, I, I, I've got to ask this. I've got to ask. So is there any show out there today that represents this well? Um, like, like. You know how people got into the black is the new orange. Oh, orange or, is the new black. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. And then my wife watched some women prison show, and it was it wasn't bad. I can't speak on women's prisons because I work at a men's facility. Right, but is there? But but are they even are they even I, remotely close to what actually happens? I can't speak for Orange is the New Black because I haven't really watched that. Oh, okay. But I probably should. Um, I actually think there's a lot of insight especially if you work in corrections there's a lot of insight to that stuff uh there's this one show on youtube um it's called fresh out with big herc okay this guy did time in the feds and he he like his show is pretty awesome i'm not gonna lie like he 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 um when i first started my job i watched that show and i learned a lot about like prison slang and certain things oh, with interesting gangs. okay and he's like telling you like if you're gonna be a ceo like you know, don't be a dickhead to these guys. I mean, like, if, if you're going to be a dickhead or, excuse me, a jerk, or that's not even the right word either. If you're going to like be, not be polite to these guys, you're gonna be they have to earn it. You mm-hmm. can't just come out the gate being a friggin' jerk to these guys because they're doing time. They're human beings, too. I see where you're going. You know what this. I mean? Okay. Uh, you can't be an asshole out the gate. They have yeah. to earn it. Otherwise, the, the community that's locked up in there is not going to respect you. Okay. And you need that to survive in there. I was going to say because. That, you're, it's going to be a long eight hours for you. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is it going to be a long eight hours, but if if I'm not mistaken, and this is mostly from TV shows that I've grasped this, although I did encounter it when I was locked up, um, people do not like it when you are leaving. So, you know what I mean? When you're, like, going back on the street? Right. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like, depends. When, when I was getting out, I was told by the person that let me know that I was getting out, they were like, do not say a word to anybody. Yeah, don't. Go back to your room, go to your bunk, and do whatever you need to to make the next whatever hours you have left pass by and yeah. stay out of everybody's fucking way. And I was like, oh, okay. And this was, like, the second time I had been locked up. So I'm like, I tell you something crazy. So for you like guys, that, it's you like guys that if you work home. there too, it's like that if you work there, that's too. what I was just about if to you get wanna to go try and get a new job or be a cop or something. Oh my God, dude. They, but like mm-hmm. even the prisoners watch you guys yeah. exit, go home, come back, do all these things. And it's like, I wonder if they have the same animosity towards you guys as they do towards other inmates that get to go back to the streets. Uh, not really, no. I mean, unless unless you like, you kind of bust somebody's balls too hard. 
excuse me, they'll kind of come back at you and, and they'll be like, you know what, man, like you just shouldn't treat people like that. At least you get to go home every night. And some of these dudes that say that stuff, I'm, I will tell you right now, seven out of 10 times, um, they can shut up. Like you did what you did to earn where you are. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know why the guy is giving you a hard time mess between you and him. But like some of you, some of these dudes, they, they actually, most of them, they deserve to be where they are. Yeah. When okay. COVID happened and we let a ton of people out of jail, which, you know, may not have been the best decision. I don't think it was a very good decision. I mean, we had guys that were coming in for like alleged sex crimes and they were getting out the next day on the bracelet because of COVID. Really? Yeah. Oh, because they didn't want to keep that first in. time offense, but or, like okay. you know, at the same time, dude, like, I'm sorry, it, this dude, whatever. I'm not a judge or anything. I'm just a correction officer who's, I mean, deputized and not, stuff. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I have police powers too, but we can't really like use them. I mean, it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Interesting. Because you don't want to step on the toes of the jurisdiction you're in. Like I work in the town of um. Weston a lot, Weston Mass, and hmm. they um like if if I have to if I end up in a situation where there's a police activity is about to happen and I have to initiate something, I'm calling them on the radio. Oh wow! To have them come deal with it. Or I'm doing a detail. You know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to be doing that. If I need police work, I'm gonna call the Oh, I'm not going to stop really? what I'm doing to arrest somebody unless like a felony happens in my presence right in front of me. Then you then you have to do something. You got to know what you're doing. You know? Wow. Yeah. So like I've gone through a lot of training, a lot of school to be able to do that stuff. Um, actually doing a like this is called the Bridge Academy right now because um, after the whole George Floyd thing. OK. Massachusetts was like, we're going to take things a step further and get rid of all reserve certified police officers in the state and make them all have to be full time certified, which is really only like Worcester and east of that. Oh, OK. That is full time. But everybody is pretty much full time certified. So police oh. officers have two kinds of certifications. You have a, a part time and a full time. A part-time or reserve or special, at least in Massachusetts. I can't really speak for other states. I can speak for Massachusetts. So I've Interesting. been working there for doing this for seven years now. So. Wow. I had no idea. Um, yeah, the detail, like, deputy sheriff side of things, I've been doing that for, like, six. So hmm. after I got off my probation year as a CO, I was able to, you know, do the reserve academy. And I'll get deputized and do details and make extra money. That's really all it is. Wow. Uh, I'm not a police officer, uh, you know. But it's like I'm trained and certified as one, which is so it's it's weird in, in Massachusetts. Weird, huh? The sheriff's departments they have their thing is corrections at the county level, so we get all kinds of um all kinds of people. Um, I hate saying um so much. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but anywhere between like a DUI to a murder charge. On the innocent until proven guilty side. So a mm -hmm. detainee, all right, is you've allegedly committed this crime. We get anybody for that, and we hold you until, you know, your next court date. Yep. Unless, unless you can make bail, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and then we have the House of Corrections side, which is sentence people. Yep. And we don't okay. really do sentences longer than two and a half years oh, at, okay. at a time. You could really, you know, have a shitty record, though, and piss off the judge and get what's called an 
on an after sentence instead of concurrent. Concurrent, like, if, so if you get multiple sentences and the judge gives it to you concurrent, you serve, like, say you got three two-and-a-half bids, and the judge said you can serve that concurrently. That means you're serving all of those bids at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. If you do on and after, that means you got to do one two and a half, then the next two and a half, then the next two and a half, or three, or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's eighteen months. Depends on what the charge is. But you still the, don't leave, right? No, but we had a kid who was with us huh. for like four years and some change because he was doing it. He got good time. You can get good time and stuff if you go to prison. He's mass at least. Hmm. But you got to do programs, class, like you got to put in the work. You can't just lay in your right, right, your right. cell you all day. You know around. what I mean? I've worked on every shift. Interesting. Like, so I kind of you know have some decent insight as to how that stuff works. Um, we have tons of programs. At least right, we they get, they get tablets now. J- jail is almost not even a deterrent anymore. <laughs> it's what? insane. Oh man, probably shouldn't even be saying any of this stuff. But it's just like. Well, anything you want me to cut out, I'll cut out. You know, but I just, um, it's kind of sad. You know, when I was growing up, jail used to be like a, de- I was terrified of going to jail. Me too. I, I've, I've never been to jail other than for employment. Uh, well, good for you. You know, uh, I've never been arrested. Oh. I'm sure there's times maybe it should have been, but like, you know, didn't happen. So, thank God. I've been arrested four or five times and I've been Locked up three, so we all make mistakes, man. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's how it's how you <laughs> it's how you conduct yourself afterwards, and in the process of I don't know being in jail. I guess so some people they they're in jail and they they um they don't make things any better for themselves. No, and I get it. It's like how do you pass time in there? It sucks. It sucks. I mean, I you know like. I would hate to be in their shoes. I'm grateful that I get to leave, and when I do right. go in there, I'm getting paid pretty good for it. So you know, yeah. But uh, just to go back to answer your question, from yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 60 days in is a pretty good show to okay. represent kind of the stuff that goes on in there. Because like I saw an episode of that one time, and you had people making communications devices, and they were able to speak through the toilet pipes. Oh, okay. You know, you had like one facility had. The males were on one floor and the females were on another floor. And you had dudes, you know, getting their little cell girlfriend from downstairs to, like, they're passing stuff through the pipes, too, like fish line. And th- These folks will, when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Is yeah, what I'm sure. getting at. And if these folks want to figure out how to, you know, make their lives not suck, even when they're incarcerated, they'll do it. And I, I props to them, man. That's, like some serious mental resilience yeah but um yeah we used to talk same time you should try not to go to jail you should try not to yeah you should try not to go don't get caught doing stupid stuff (laughs) you know what i mean like i don't advocate for being a criminal at all but if you're gonna do something stupid don't get caught i mean well i mean you shouldn't do anything stupid you shouldn't do anything stupid but let's be real the amount that you have to do to actually be arrested today is Actually, a lot more than depends. it used to be. I don't know. It depends. Because if you go protest peacefully in some parts of the country, you know, you can't get arrested at all, even if you loot the stores. But, but if I go, if I go to, yeah, you and me go do that, though, we're getting thrown in jails. So. Are we? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm thinking, like, you can go down and just steal under $1,000 worth of shit, and they're just going to give you a smack on the hand. It's, it's just something I noticed. It's kind of like how, like, 
you're good people. Don't back like good people. If you were to go, if you were to like break down, like you know what, screw this, screw the system. I've had enough of this, and you went and go and did that because you're a good person. You're going to be held accountable for that. Yeah, and that's the way the systems work. That's what that's the way this matrix, whatever this reality we live in right now. That's how it's working right now. It's kind of inverted and on its head. You know, yeah. who knows? Maybe a magician's got something to do with that. I don't know because if we were not decent people and we went out and did that stuff we'd probably get away with it they yeah. get away with it all the time yeah i've seen true. people locked up you know where i've heard like how what happened to them as they got arrested and stuff like crazy stuff and they earned it it's just like dude how are you still alive you you shoot drugs like crazy all the time you you know you freaking sleep around with like all the the, the how are you still alive, dude? And right? it's just like they're like some people. Are like ah, this is gonna sound mean, but it's like they're like they're like cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I completely agree. You know, God with forgive you. me, but like it, it's just like I don't understand. No forgiveness needed because it's true. It's so crazy. It's like uh, I mean, I'm not perfect, man. You know. No, but, like, but look at um, uh, who's the who's the who's that singer that's done like. All the drugs, and they were like, "Which one?" Like, and they were like, "Oh, well, we're gonna have to wait to smoke his ashes." You know what I mean? Like, because oh. they've done <laughs> they've done so much, but yet they're still alive. Yeah. And then you look at the people that you thought were still gonna be alive, and they're like all dead. And you're like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Dude? Doesn't make sense. How did you survive doing all of that? You know what I mean? Where most people just like fell off. So well, the it Lord, happens. J- Jesus loves sinners you know so he's he's always walking with them trying to give him another chance i think yeah is that what it's it is be. i mean don't get me wrong everybody deserves another chance right you know right. i make mistakes all the time like i just i don't know man i think about like if i was to ever do that i'm like i'd be dead i'd be yeah. dead i'd be one of those dead people yeah you know yeah. and it's just like that's why uh you know when uh when my ed- Addiction finally switched over and became jujitsu. It was, I was like, oh, okay, I can't go to jail because of this. I'm not going to crash my car because of it. I'm like, this is a good addiction. You well, know? you can go to jail if you use that stuff. Just, you know, but you, you're right. I'm just saying, like, if you use that on the street, you got to be very careful. Uh, you do. You do. You got to be very careful because, um, and it's honestly, it's really not fair. Because guys like you and me, we're probably just minding our own business. If, yeah. it, God forbid, that were to ever, ha- like, a situation like that ever were to happen, we're just trying to probably get to our car or our house or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and you just you just got to know when to, I don't know, it's always better to just walk away from something. Yes, of course it is. You know? If, you, if, you, if you're capable of if, doing it. If you're it. capable of doing it, you know, always walk away. It's just, fighting hurts. Well, it you know? does. They, the only nice thing about where, at least for me, where I'm at today, yes, I'm always going to try and walk away. Yes, I'm always going to try and, uh, you know, uh, alleviate the tension and the pressure and do those things. But at the same time, if hands get thrown, I'm not exactly worried about it anymore no, which is right. which is a very nice place for me to be because i've never been here right and it's 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 almost like i'm like oh okay so because i feel this way i actually uh hold hold it even closer to me than 
than, you know, I used to. Because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know what's going to happen now. Because if, if I just go off, I don't know where my body's going to take me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what training is going to kick in. I don't know what could happen in the uh, moment of protecting myself or right. someone that I love. And it's like, okay, so because I don't know exactly what's going to happen, that means there is a potential chance to really hurt somebody. Yes. So therefore, I try even harder to settle the situation. But I will be upfront and honest. If you strike me, I'm going to fucking hurt you. Right. Period. Oh, Do yeah. not care. But you have to you have to definitely make that first move. Right. And as long as you make the first move, I'm not going to give a shit if you're crying because you have a broken fucking arm. That's it, man. Not going to cry at and all. I'm glad, you know, you brought that up, the whole them making the first move thing, because that's really yes. where I was going with this yes. is because I don't want people to end up in jail because they defended themselves. You know no. what I mean? That's messed up. But that, unfortunately, is the way the Matrix is working right now. Yes. Uh, the good guy gets punished and the bad guy gets rewarded. And that's really all like, where I was going with that is, yeah. you know, def- do your thing. If somebody throws hands at you, like, you, you game on, you do what you got to do. That's and it. You finish that. All right. Just don't kill the guy. Right. If, you know, oh, hey, but you know what? If they're trying to kill you and they say, I'm going to kill you, then, hey, you got to. You got to protect yourself. It's either you or them. At the end of the day, you have to protect yourself. You don't know what that person's going through. You don't know the reason for it. And it could be for no reason at all. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to protect yourself, period. And if somebody is hitting you or does something that makes you feel unsafe, you have to be able to protect yourself. But when we are in this position that we are in, we have to be way more mindful Mm -hmm. about the situation and how to deactivate that situation as quickly as possible to get away from it before we get into the point where we're actually combating with the other person because of where we are today. And if we didn't think this way, then I almost believe that you're treating the art incorrectly. You're treating it with disrespect when you are going out looking for fights. When you're going out and looking for these things and you know you have all of this training, that is where I, I, know, I know plenty of people that have done that. And it's fine. That's them. But for me, I, I hold it to the highest respect. And so, therefore, when anything like that comes across my way or if I feel a particular way about something, I have to double check myself. And mm-hmm. I go, wait a minute, slow down. This February at Slowdown Clothing, the ultimate destination for all the tattoo-inspired fashion you've been searching for. Heading to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com is the first step in unlocking a world of breathtaking art and incredible style. But wait, there's more. With the exclusive promo code T-O-P-H-E-R, you can enjoy a remarkable 10% off your entire purchase. Yes, you heard that right. A whole 10% off just for using the code T-O-P-H-E-R at checkout. Our inventory is constantly growing with fresh designs and styles making their way to our shelves regularly. Whether you're treating yourself or searching for the perfect gift for your loved ones during the upcoming holiday season, slow down clothing has something for everyone. 
And with Valentine's Day just around the corner, there's no better time to revel in our mesmerizing collection. We take pride in curating a selection that captures the essence of tattoo culture, showcasing the incredible artistry and creativity of tattoo-inspired brands. Each piece tells us a unique story, making your fashion statement the true work of art. At Slow Down Clothing, you'll find much more than just garments. You'll discover an entire lifestyle woven into each design. So why wait? Visit slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com and experience the magic for yourself. Remember the promo code T-O-P-H-E-R is your ticket to unlocking that irresistible 10% discount at checkout. Embrace the uniqueness, celebrate the art, and indulge in the allure of slow down clothing today. You know, uh, uh, you know, turning a brown belt has been probably the best achievement of my life. Congratulations. Again, Thank you, brother. Way. It's been wicked proud of you. It, it, it still doesn't feel real. Um, but the, the purple belt is hanging behind me now. So there it is. But it's also like now I'm at a different complete stage and it's like, oh, okay, now I got to think about things a lot more because now I've noticed that like in class and stuff, you know, they're like having me help people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be more mindful of what I'm doing because now I'm not just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for the, for a new white belt. You right. know, and it's like now my training has increased because all these guys are like, oh, OK, you're the new brown belt. So this is this is how yeah, this is how it's going to be. They're coming for me and and they put me through everything. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is it's crazy. So the taking got bigger. it's exciting to be at this level, but it's also like kind of scary to be at this level because they're going to expect more of you. Right. You want to you got to be able to help out with new students. You have to be courteous. You have to, you have lead to do all example. these things, lead yeah. by example. And it's like, yeah, was I doing that when I was blue? Yes. Was I doing that when I was purple? Yes. But for some reason, when I, when I got this belt, it just, it kind of changed a little bit more for me. And I went, whoa, whoa this is really, it's kind of cool. You it's feel fun. Like sense of responsibility yeah, it's like, now. It's like when we saw Drew coming with the, with the black belt and he went to go stand in line. He's awesome. And you're like, yeah, it's like no, no, no. You you don't get to stand in line with us anymore, bro. You're you're up at the front of the class. Sometimes now, they do, you know. Like uh, they do, and I'm not saying they, that. It's, yeah, I get what you're but saying. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he he's trying to get used to his new role. Yeah. On on the mats with us, and his new role is to sit up front and watch us do technique, and like he has to get used to that. And now now my role is shifted to what Drew used to do, which was help all the white belts and help the the yeah. the, the, the the um the newer younger people in the lower ranks we we're we're there they were there to help bring them up now they're also still there to help them bring them up but now i get to play in that role yeah and man what a difference it was just it's just such a good feeling i'm not i'm not saying that like you know it was bad or any of this is negative mm -hmm. i'm just saying that like it's it's more than what i thought it was you know what i mean yeah and it's like it's now it, it is a good thing. I love responsibility. I, you know, I've, I've been chasing it my whole entire life. 
you know, and being a latchkey kid, you learn what responsibility is quite quickly and very young. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't exist anymore because that's child abuse, which is fucking retarded. But it is what it is, and that's today's yeah. society. So, but I just, I believe that when you're at that point and you, you're, you're at a certain level, that's where you have to really start thinking because it's not impossible for me to hurt people today. <laughs> it's just not. It wasn't impossible for you to hurt people yesterday either. It just Well, you know? I mean, before this, I thought it was. I get you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now it's like it's embedded in me. I do it three days a week, and I just I go to my training. I do my thing, and I know that it's helping me be a better person than I was. And, but I also know that when an altercation comes across my way, that I have to really stand back, think, and try to diffuse mm-hmm. before I make a move because, you know, it could be it could be something where you know you don't want to be the person to make the first move and have it be a really uh, bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to put yourself in that situation because now you were the striker, not the one that got struck. Right. So you do have to be very cautious about what you're doing, but at the same time, you should never feel that you can't protect yourself. Yeah, I agree. But our society is fucked up, and our laws are really messed up, and yeah. they do benefit criminals more than it benefits the innocent, mm-hmm. I feel. No, right now, that is the case. Yeah. You know? That's how I see it, too. But, uh, I mean... You know, uh, seeing you compete, and it always it always amps me up. I, I love watching everybody compete because I'm like, man. Thanks, man. You know, it's, 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 it's really cool for you to get out there. I mean, my brother-in-law competes. We know all the, you know, everybody who competes in our school and stuff. And I'm just like, when you guys are training for that, it's just such a different energy. You know, it's yeah. it's not quite the wrestler energy, but you can, you, but you notice the, the amount of effort and uh, all the exertion that you're putting in to get yourself to where you got yesterday, which was gold and silver, which yeah. is absolutely hands down very, very impressive. Because Thank for you. me, I'm still going to stand on the sidelines and just uh, <laughs> keep doing what I'm doing. I, I, I just, man, I try to defend an arm bar today and like I just feel electricity going up through my shoulder into my neck and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go compete. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> I'm too it's old. All right. So I love watching all you guys do this stuff. It really does uh, impress me. I think it's amazing. And I, 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 I probably should just shut up and start doing it. Um, but uh, maybe one day, maybe one day. It's like, I, I, I really wish I had started competing when I was a white belt so that I could have had some competing through the ranks yeah. and to just jump into it as a brown belt. I'm like, Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, it competing is like, it, it's, I'm telling you, man, you, if you really want to know where you stand with like other in your belt level, I guess. Yeah. You should go compete. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you should go see who else is out there. I like to go visit my friends at other schools and get that other energy out there. You know, Professor Tim's been very, very supportive of me going to do that kind of stuff. I always ask, if you're going to, by the way, if you train jiu-jitsu and you're watching this episode and you're listening, if you're going to go train at other schools, you should tell your professor. 
You mm. should have that conversation. You should, re- you know, give your professor that respect and be like, hey, is it all right if I go train at this place? I'm telling you, they're a good professor or, or like, you know, they're, they're going to say, yeah, they're not going to have an issue with that. I mean, like, you know, as long as you come back, right? right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. To, to make sure you come back. That, that's all. Yeah. Like, just be respectful. Ask ahead of time, hey, is it all right if I go do this? I mean, they're going to say, yeah. Well, why, why, why would they say no? You know, you know, I mean? you know something that uh, something if that, they, and if they say no, you should probably find another place to train. <laughs> I'm just yeah, yeah. If, if you're mean, training with, a, with somebody like that who only weird. is okay with you training under them, you might want to find somewhere else. To yeah, go. that's a little because like y- you should. It's good to go and see what else because you get you train with the same people at your academy all the time. Like you're gonna get used to that energy. You know, you're gonna get used to their game. You, you know, like if you really want to. I mean, and don't get me wrong. It, no, it's, it's okay. It's fine to stay where you're at. If you don't want to go visit other schools, don't stay at your academy. Have a good time. Like, but if you do want to go out and see what else is out there, you know, obviously, tell your professor. Ask your professor first. Mm-hmm. Ask ahead of time with the professor at the school you're going to visit. Make sure it's all right. If there's a mat fee, you know, square that away. Whatever you got to do. Oh, okay. And make sure you go up, introduce yourself, shake hands with the professor who's, you know, letting you come train at their school, and make sure you're respectful to their students. You know, don't go in there trying to kill anybody. Right, if, they're trying, right. if they're trying to kill you, though, don't, like, give it back. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you really got to feel it out. Yes. Like, I went to, um, I went to Triumph in Nashville one time with my buddy, okay. uh, my buddy uh, James Irving, and... And he's really great. Uh, he's he's a blue belt. He's really awesome. He's, he competes too sometimes. I think he's taking a break right now, but I'm excited to see him get back into it one of these days. He's he's a really good guy. Yeah. Um. And he, so I went with him to school, and I was still a blue belt at the time. And you know, I shook hands with uh, Professor John over there and everything. And by the end of it, you know, my friend James came up to me. He's like, "Yeah, you were like the only guest who went up there and and did that." He he thought he that was. He really appreciated that. Really? So, like, that kind of stuff goes a long way. Uh, you know, like, if you're a white belt, blue belt, whatever, you, even if you're a, a higher belt and you want to go visit someone else's school, just make sure you do do that kind of stuff. You know, you you represent your professor no matter where right. you go, and you're wearing their patch. You know, you got to remember that. You yeah, can't just yeah. go to someone else's school and then, you know, try to knee bar everybody or, or do this crazy, you know. Yeah, Don't be a yeah. jerk. Be, is what I'm be respectful if you're visiting. I used to love going to Plastow. I know it's still within the BJJ Start Academy, yeah. but still, it was a different energy. They got it a was, great crew over there. Oh, I mean, Rick is great. the 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 school is great. the The classmates Shout they're out all Professor great. Rick. Um, he had I, an awesome nogi. I know. Match recently. Yeah, I saw that. It di- it didn't go his way, but I am working on getting him back on to the podcast. Oh, so yeah. I want to get him on before the end of the year. Um, him and Brendan. Now that Brendan's uh, UFC fighter, oh yeah, official signed, yeah. So, um, I'm trying to get them both back on, but a uh, little fourth wall there. Uh, but yeah. So uh, the way the way that I see it is is that like you should always be respectful. I've never heard of a mat fee, so that's interesting to me. I didn't know. Do some schools charge for you to come on and play I've for never, the day? I've never had to. Oh, okay. deal with any of that i just i do know it is a thing at some places you know that's why you got to call ahead and just hmm. you know interesting in. I've, I've i've never had that i mean because like, mine was only inner school so there yeah. was no fee it was yeah, just that different if i chose to go to plastow there was no attendance mark oh yeah so for years 
I used to do two classes in Derry and one in Plastow, and I was only getting two marks. Oh, yeah. For years, dude. It was so funny because I was like, I'm doing three days a week, but they just, that I got one that's a secret. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right? what I mean? It was so funny. And I loved it so much, but unfortunately with the new job and everything, I had to go to, uh, uh, dairy full time. Um, but I've noticed so many people going from different schools and training with different people. And that energy, like you said, is so much different from what you're used to all the time. So you actually start playing into people's games yeah. in your class and whether you're playing into their game or you're trying to figure a way around their game, it's still their game. Yeah. So it's always, and it could be different from person to person, of course. Everybody's got a different game that they're playing. But you get used to all of the games that are played amongst your classmates. So therefore, I could see, even though your growth is always growing, I could see how it would almost feel stagnant. And that's probably mm -hmm. why sometimes when we get promoted, we go, Really? Like, cause you, for me, I definitely have noticed like when I got my brown belt, all right, I'll use this as an example. It's, it's, it's just a fair example. So I'm, I'm going and, and, and Mason, uh, you know, kept looking at me. I, I noticed he kept looking at me and I was like, he's looking at me like, I know something you don't know. You know what I mean? One of, <laughs> yeah. one of those looks. He's good at that. And I was like, I was like, was he, was he doing that for? And then like we get into the, the rolling. And uh, the Randori. And all of a sudden, he's like, all right, I want you against him, 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 and him. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I ended up, like, in a match, and I got tapped just from pressure. And I was so mad at myself, but I don't acknowledge that. I don't smack the mats. I don't do any of those things. In my mind, I'm already broken. And I'm like, God damn it. I had to tap because I couldn't fucking breathe. This is so embarrassing. I've done that. And, too, it, by the and, way. and, and then I get done with that yeah, match. I get it. Yeah. Right. But it, you know? it but it's still, it's I mean, you want to keep doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, I torture myself in my sauna to try and get over that. Um, but so I get yourself up too high. No, I know, but I want to be better with that. I want to be better when professor Tim is crushing my fucking face when I allowed him. Well, not that I allow him, but I always put myself on my back and I allow people into my guard, uh, into side control. It's, it's, it's definitely a problem of mine that I'm slowly working on. And he gladly pointed it out to me as he's crushing me. Mm. Um, but I, I went up against somebody else. We had a good match. I got definitely thrown around a little bit. And then I went to my next one. I ended up getting tapped. I ended up getting, so it was just like smash, 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 smash. And so the whole time I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, you, you, you get up and you're getting ready for class to end and you're just mentally like, oh yeah, that was, that was awful. You know, I was all, all over the place. I definitely shouldn't have let this, you know what I mean? So you get yeah. into your head and then you're standing up there and they give you a new belt. Well, you earned it. Right. You do earn it. You've put but your the, time on the mats. But the, but the mentality at that very moment was what? I could be doing so much better, you know, but according, know. according to what I'm wearing around my waist, that a couple of those things should not have happened. Right. But then ah. they, but then they promote you and, and, and I just sat there and I went, I, I mean, I cried, 
I will be honest. I cried when I got my brown belt. And you should, because it's a lot of hard work. This doesn't... They're not that just giving these one things... one hell of an achievement, man. They're, they like, are not giving this shit away. And I'm not well, saying that they are, but what I'm saying is, is that no matter how bad you feel about how you're progressing in your game, in your life, in anything, you don't always know how well you're actually doing. Yeah. And that is what got pointed out to me. I, I, I just told you, smashed. And then they promote you. And you're like, huh? But yeah, at the confusing. same time, they know. Right. They, they watch. Professor they see. Always knows. They always know. And it's like, I understand that we're not always going to know. And I'm also working on the simple fact that I do belong where I am. But that's something I'm working on personally because I have this uh, problem with my brain accepting where I am today and being happy with it. Mm. And that's... N- Nobody's fault except for my own, but that's because I spent 20-something years uh, not being a good person. So when good things start happening, I'm like, ooh, what did I, you know, what, I'm always waiting for that other foot to drop. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but it just, it just, it was, it was an amazing feeling. It was, it was, it, it, I still am amazed by it. I pull that thing out of my bag and I'm like, my God, it's real. It's real, it's real, it's real. But be, to get there is not always going to be uh, this, like, fairy tale. You know what I mean? You're not going to be at, at, at a fourth-degree purple belt. You're, you're not going to be crushing everybody in front of you. You're, th- you, Shit happens. It just happens. No. You know what I mean? Like, your progression is not based off of tapping people out. No. It's not based off of... Uh, your cardio it's not based it's based off of your 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 will i i think it's ba- a lot of it is based off of our will to push ourselves and the more you push yourself the better you become at anything not just jujitsu you you have to push yourself in anything that you're doing to become better at that thing and the nice part about that is that even though you are putting in the work and you're putting in the time and you're putting in all of that energy the one thing i love about jujitsu is that it's not up to me when i move forward and i like that a lot because i like to not have control of everything being a control freak sometimes giving up that control and having somebody else show you that you did it is even more rewarding then when I'm doing my podcast and I know that I've done the upgrades and I know that the upgrades are good, mm-hmm. but I know that they're good because I just did them. But I'm always upgrading myself on the mats, mm-hmm. but I never, you don't, you don't see it as much as you want to. Now, going off of I that. Mean, you may not see it, but I mean, some of us have seen Well, it. that's what it, 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 I keep. You know, you, bust you, your balls. you always keep, bust my balls. And it's, wow, pressure Chris is here. Like, it's, it's and that's so because funny. you've been doing this. You've been, there's been a lot more pressure in your game, and like, it's you're a killer, and, man. And again, I don't notice that because I'm like, oh, I gotta get more pressure, more pressure, more pressure because I want to feel, I want to feel like Professor Tim feels on me, <laughs> and I know I'm never gonna get that. Don't say never. It but, just takes time. Well, that's what he would tell you. Yeah. It, but it, it, 
And I'm not trying to be. But I know what you mean, man. You know what like, I mean? Like, I know exactly what like, you mean. I want to be his size. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to be Miguel's size. I think as a smaller person, like you always want to be what you're not. You know, you're always kind of. I'm always. And let me personalize this because it is just me and the way I feel about things. Is that like, I'm just. I'm just never happy. I'm never happy with myself because I spent so long just where I was. And now I see, you know, the, the progression that I've gone through, but Mm -hmm. I'm still the person mentally that I was. So I never see anything as a good thing. I always see, okay, you did this, but you got to keep doing more. You got to keep going further. You got to keep doing better because if I don't have that mentality, it just, I start taking steps backwards. So I'm always pushing myself and I'm never happy with anything. I, I, I've even told plenty of people that have watched this podcast and they're like, man, I really like that episode you did and blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, oh man, really? Whew. I almost deleted that whole thing and threw it out. And they're I like, know, I know what you're saying. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, I hated every moment of that. And it's like, it's, those are the things that are interesting to me. That's why I like it that my promotions and all my ranks are in their hands. Yeah. Because I like that because it takes that little bit away from me that I don't have to worry about. It's really about. validating too, you it, know. It really is. And it's like when I do this and I put up something and then people are like, I really like that. And the whole time I'm editing it and getting ready to put it up, I'm like, this should be deleted and nobody should see this. And yet I actually get good responses on it. So it's, it's, it's so weird how the world works, but jujitsu is, is, is amazing. And, 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 and it just, it it is now, you know, my life. It, It is my life as much as it's your life. And we're just learning how to live life, um, in a, in a better way today. Um, and, 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 and jujitsu really does help with that. It does. Uh, you know, I think self-love is a very important thing. You know, like Jesus said, to, there's really only two laws, you know. Like before in the Old Testament, there's all these laws. You got to sacrifice the bull. When the, no. Love God, love your neighbor. And, you know, that's basically it. And, you know, I'm trying to remember where I was going with this. But you're saying how, you know, you can't really figure out. Oh, yeah, self-love. So love God, love your neighbor, and then treat yourself right, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure if Jesus exactly said that, but I'm sure somewhere in there, you know, you got to, like, take care of yourself. You got to have some love for yourself. You got to tell yourself, you know what, I did a good job. This product, like... Sure, I could find something wrong with it here, here, and there, and try to make it better. The fact is, you're trying to make it better. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, that's a great thing. That's like a, you know, some people they'll just be like, ah, it's fine the way it is, and that's good for them. But you want something more. That's yeah. that's fine too, as long as you take a second to stop and appreciate. And for, that's, for yourself, and I have you a, deserve it, man. Like I, you, I have a lot of trouble lot. with that. You've been through so much, and you've you you know. Based on like you know your story, what you've told me you know over the years, like, I, I'm so proud of you, man. Like you, you've really, like you, you're such a good example 
that like just because you may have made some mistakes or even if it was over the span of like you know a long period of time you can still come back you can still make it right and yeah. and it's all going to be okay you know it, um and that's a that is a very good message for everybody out there uh so i it really is it it, it is like that you know it's really hard to like Think of it like that when you're going through it. Right. You know, it's just like when everything around you just kind of sucks. It's, yeah, really, message, it's really hard to yeah. stop and be like, man, what should, but I, I, what but should I, I be grateful for? Right but now? I don't you know I, mean? I do not do that as much as I should. I, I, I've, I, I've even noticed like when I'm just going day in, day out, like there's no moment in time where I stop and just – enjoy what's going on it's easier said than done okay oh, i, I so have my struggles with it every day uh like every day i go to work you know that's where i try to practice that because you know if i just think about oh job sucks and i didn't just oh uh, and i didn't get to do this today you know then your day is gonna suck mm-hmm. but if you turn that shit around and you think about the things you have to be grateful for and you think to yourself you know what man like I might have made some mistakes about this or that, but you know what? I've really, I've also made a transformation, and I've come back, and I've, you know, I've seeked forgiveness here and there, wherever I, I, I did the best I could, and I'm just, I gotta keep moving forward. Everything's gonna be all right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, it's so much easier said than done, though. It, it really is so much easier said so than much done. Easier. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's you just get to a point. Where, like, for me, I've gotten to a point now where I am seeing more good than negative. Mm. And as it as of this moment in time, I'm starting to kind of see around the corner, mm-hmm. in a sense. So now I'm trying to exercise these other things into my life a little bit more than I ever have. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, well, even though I know... I'm on the right path. Everybody keeps telling me I'm doing a good job. That's great, you know. But I need to get to a certain point in order for me to start feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, this November will be eight years. I mean, this September will be eight years for me. So we're getting, yeah, we're getting really close to that decade. And for me, that is definitely, you know, even though getting my brown belt was definitely my uh, uh, most accomplishing achievement, staying off of alcohol for a decade is definitely my goal that I've set for myself. And one of my friends told me I wasn't allowed to uh, like talk too much shit until I've hit a decade. So I'm gotcha. really I'm really looking forward to being able to talk all the shit <laughs> that I tried talking yeah, in my yeah, yeah. first year. I got gotcha. you. And he was like, "It's your first year." No. And I was like, yep. and he's like, you wait a decade. And I was like, you know what? I, I wrote it all down. And I was like, uh, I can't wait. I'm going to get that 10 year and I'm going to say all of this. Um, but so I've set little like goals and reminders. But again, it's coming on to eight years. So at this point in time, if I'm not standing back, and appreciating all the hard work that I've done and actually absorbing all the good that's happening now, then what was it for? Mm. Right? What are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Because you're not allowing the good to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. 
you're still feeling bad, but now you're doing good and not bad things. So I almost found, I started thinking about it probably a couple months ago. And I was like, man, I think I'm almost being negative towards uh, my, my sobriety from alcohol in a sense, because I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a, uh, appreciating it. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at it. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying all the positives that have happened in my life since I gave it up. Mm. So what am I doing? I'm still mentally battling myself. You know, it's just like when I was on the mats and and, and I was feeling uncomfortable or I felt a certain way. It was like I was still getting in my way of allowing my game to progress because my mindset was I'm I'm still this. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, you're not that anymore. You're now this. So you have to let go of all of that. And you just need to accept what you are and be happy with it. Because if I stay in the negative, well then, yeah, sure, you're still a blue belt in your mind. Now you're, you're just wearing the brown belt. But you're a brown belt. You're not a blue belt. So you need to start thinking like a brown belt and start accepting the fact that you are a brown belt. Just like I need to accept that I'm not drinking anymore. And it's been almost eight years since I've been separated. So be fucking happy about all the good shit happening in your life. And that is really difficult for me. So finding that nice, nice plateau where you can do those things, it's not easy. Just like getting off an addiction is not easy. Just like getting on the mats is not easy because nobody wants to be hurt or embarrassed. You know, all of these things are not easy. But when you put in the work and they're working, you have to be able to accept it. That's it. You have to. Because if I, and I just started thinking this way. You know what I mean? Like this isn't. I've been wanting to think this way for a long time now, but it wasn't until a couple months ago where I, it actually clicked and I went, no, this is, this has got to stop. I've got to get out of my own way on the mats. I got to get out of my own way in life. I've just got to get out of my own way. This thing up here has this way of blockading us and Mm -hmm. keeping us where we are, whether we want to be or not. We got, we, you got to break that open. You really do have to accept where and what you are today. And once I do that, I feel like I'm going to be uh, a better person. And that's the next step that I'm working on in my, my life, you know? Yeah. And that's why I get so excited when you guys compete and do these things because I'm like, man, that's crazy. But it's, uh, but it's not. It's not. I'm in my own head telling myself it's crazy that you can do that when you just sat there and was like, go do that. And I'm like, no, this is that's that's crazy. It's it's not. I'm in my own way. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, and if you ever do want to compete, you know, you'll be competing at Brown Belt. I have, yeah. We will help you get ready. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. I know you will. You know, let's make sure we take <laughs> enough time to, to get you ready but for it. Going back to the promotions, I heard something recently that really sunk with me. And I think that's what really started helping me feel and think the way that I'm thinking right mm-hmm. now. Um, they were saying how some schools promote late. Mm-hmm. And nobody... Uh, the, the the reason they brought it up is because there was something about somebody being promoted too early. There's um, I don't know if she's a fighter 
or what. Um, but she she's training at some school. Don't know the name of the school. Don't care. Supposedly got her purple belt in two years. Are you talking about Giselle Bunchen? Uh, I think maybe. You might be right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know. She got her purple belt in two years. And then I saw this thing that was like, you know, uh, uh, promotions early or late. And the, the consensus was getting promoted late is actually more beneficial to you and your school. Mm. Because when they promote late, you're more than ready. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you go to another school, you should be more than ready in your rank to work with those other with those same ranks. Mm-hmm. But if they promote early and you're not ready and then you go to another school and you compete and you get smashed. You get smashed and now you're going to be questioning yourself, your school and everything uh, everything else. Yeah, pretty- and there is a possible chance that that school is going to be like how'd you get that belt? Yeah. So who's, who's given these, you know. Right. And that's the thing too, a purple so, belt like there's no fake purple belts. No, uh, you know I've, I mean what? There's no fake purple belts. I'm not to, just, I don't mean to quote Joe Rogan, but like if some, <laughs> if someone's giving you a purple belt, yes, you earned that, man. Like you beat beat the blue belt blues. You kept showing up, um, no matter how many times you thought you plateaued. Uh, some someone recently tried saying something crazy about me, and and uh. A belt, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to go there. Okay. Especially, <laughs> I, I think. I think my uh, accomplishment yesterday speaks for that. You know. Yeah. If, in case that person's I've... listening, um, you know the the guys I competed against yesterday. One of them is one of the top purple belt competitors in the region. Oh really? Yeah. He placed ninth at the ADCC US Open. Oh shit! In the, like intermediate purple belt level. Out of 30-something people, he placed ninth. Holy shit. I beat that guy yesterday. Wow. He beat me last June in the Super Fight Tournament. And, and he's a, an incredible athlete, by the way. I, next time I go against him, he's probably going to give me the business. <laughs> but I look forward to it. It'll be good. Uh, anyways, like, that was that was hard. Um, that level is no joke, man. Yeah. I, I've competed, you know, at white belt, blue belt, and purple. I've I've competed now three times. I want to say at purple belt. The first one was tap cancer out in San Diego. After that was the super fight tournament. That that eight man yep. abs- absolute division thing. Uh, I'm telling you, man. Didn't they put pro at the end of something? They really try to <laughs> kill you. <laughs> That's so. At crazy. least at grappling industries, everyone's like, all right, we all got to work the next day. You know. Like, <laughs> Let's let's all have fun. Let's all have fun, okay? If me, I was you can take that three hundred bucks. I I don't care. I gotta go to work. <laughs> but anyways, the level the level of competitions is very crazy. Even a even a white belt, man. I remember like I remember the first time I got tapped out by another white belt in class. Yeah, that uh, like man, if you don't train and you go go against a trained person, have have fun with that. Yeah, it doesn't matter what level they're at. No, they have more training than you. Uh, I think you can learn anything, even from a white belt. I think white belts can show you all kinds of cool stuff, too. Yeah. Just just saying, just putting it out there. Um, but, like, I remember the first time when I was a white belt, and a, a white belt with, like, a couple stripes, like, got me real good. And I was just like, dude, he got me good. And he'd been training longer than me. That's really the only difference between us. He's been training longer. He was smaller than me, too. Like, I was, it really beat me up for a while. But, you know. And those things do beat you up. 
You know? Yeah. It's like it's all part of the ego death. Well, that's the that's the whole thing. We have to kill the ego. And it's just like it's so humbling. But the well, the person that I tapped out from when I was getting smothered before I got my brown was a blue. And yeah, I that's gonna happen. And I was like I was like, but we've we've discussed this in class so much. If you are not getting tapped in training, then you're not training correctly. Right. Because you should be trying something outside of what you're normally doing. Absolutely. And I uh, I think it was, um, uh, I'm not going to say who it was, but there was uh, mention of, you know, what what do I do to open up my game? What do I do to maybe expand on things without putting myself in a really bad situation? And the person had mentioned that the best place to try something new is with somebody lower than you. Mm-hmm. So if you go and you're working with a white belt, let's just say, and you are a purple or a blue, you should be trying something completely and absolutely new. Mm-hmm. You should not be playing your game with them. You should be playing any other game except for what you actually know. Trying anything new. Why? Because the simple thing that was explained to me was that even in a bad position, you're still in a good position. Because they are a lower rank. So you should be able to defend and well, get out. Now, it's not going to be that way all the time. Yeah. It's Go also because, like, they don't really know as much of what they're doing as you do. Right. So even though, like, they, they could even be in, a pos- in an advantageous position and they just don't know it. Right. So yes. I've had that happen that many hap- times. That happened to yeah. me at the tournament yesterday, too, a really? couple of times. Yeah, there's... um. Got you in a good position, and you well, didn't know where to go with I it? I was competing, and I, I competed Nogi for the first time yesterday, and I won second place. Uh, so crazy. <laughs> it, dude, it was wild, man. The rules are different with Nogi. With Nogi, you got to be active all the time. It's kind of like wrestling and the ADCC kind of rules. Yeah, okay. You got to constantly be moving, man. Um, we were kind of talking about this before we started the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this guy... And he's su- he's such a tough dude. like the, my opponent man he's really good but he like he didn't really move too much when he was in my guard but he was also trying to stay safe you know what I mean like if we were in gi every there would have been no penalties against right. him at all so it's just because there's no gi and the rules are a little different you know but he wasn't like doing nothing I just want to. Oh, okay, okay. He was absolutely, like, I could feel his energy. You know what I mean? Like, jujitsu is pretty intimate. Like, when you're rolling with somebody, you you can kind of, like, you can almost feel what the, once you get, like, once you've been doing it long enough, you can kind of feel what someone's going to do before they do it. And that's when you make your move, at least. Yeah. You know, at our level. As you kind of go through the motions, you'll, you know, as a white belt and blue belt, you'll learn more about that later. But it takes time on the mats to get there. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to show up and, get your timing down on everybody no you know that's kind of the thing with that but but it, with with but but with, like when you're when you're when you're training right and you're supposed to be doing these things you 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 want to kind of you want to try new stuff with the white belt yes that where, is the best time where, to do where you're gonna where you're gonna feel safe and and and, and you get to try new things Right, you don't want to use them as a punching bag. No, no, don't no, do no. That. we're not using them as a punching bag. I just want to clarify that. Let's just for the say you're listening. you're working on a single leg X sweep, yeah. but you don't do single, uh, you don't do single X too often, right? Because right? it's an uh, for me, it's an awkward position to be in. Right. So I'm not going to try that 
on professor. A professor. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try it on Drew. I'm right. not gonna try it on Robert. You, uh, uh, Rob. Sorry. You know. Amigo. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do any of the things that I don't know how to do with any of them. I'm gonna stick to what I know and what I can do best because most of the time I'm just trying to survive. Right. When I go against a white belt, I also don't try to kill them. First of all, second of all, I don't do any of my normal game shit. None of it. I throw it all out the window and I'm trying to do my single leg sweep. I'm trying to, you know, Ezekiel. I'm trying to do all the things that I have been working on that I don't normally feel very comfortable accomplishing at this very moment. Because why? Because even if I try to do that single, uh, single X sweep and they get out of it, well, now you're, you're right there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You've got this, you've got that. You can do another, you can go to other places depending on how they move and where they go, but I still feel safe. I may not have gotten the sweep. I may have lost the position. But now I've got the collar. I've got, you know, uh, what's you got something to work you with. You got something to work yeah. with. But if I do that with Rob, I mean, I got nothing to work with. He's going to be like, I got this to work with. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you have to be smart about m- moving your game up, but don't be afraid to use the lower ranks to allow yourself to grow your game. Yeah. And and that will that's going to help build your game. And then you play your actual game with all the higher ranks. Now, also, when you're going with a lower rank, you don't want to kill them. No. You want, right? We want them to come back. We want them Just to come saying. back. But when you are we going you. against... We love you guys. Right. But when we are going against our rank or higher, game on. Yeah. There is no, there is no uh, uh, holding back. Well, I, I want to say something about that. In a, um, in a sense. Th- yeah. In a sense, you're absolutely 100% correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, But, go but ahead. the one thing you want to keep in mind is partner preservation. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you might have some people that are, you know, they're training, but they might have some injuries they're dealing with. That's why you always got to ask your training partner, you know, you know this. Yeah. Um, hey, do you have any injuries I should be aware of? You know, because if they don't tell you anything and they get hurt, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're going to feel horrible, but like, should they me. tell you about it? no oh well they should have so yes um anytime i hurt somebody by accident i i feel horrible yeah i it's it's, i that the rest of my night there could be like 30 minutes left of class but my the rest of my night that's all i'm gonna be thinking about i mean that's all i've ever thought about just when it happens uh i do my best to make sure it doesn't happen um but yeah when i train with a with a higher belt i i you know, you have them, to go. I give them my best. Professor yes. taught us, you know, if you're not giving somebody your best, you're disrespecting them. Yes, and I agree with that 100%. But Prof- Professor Tim also but, told me, too. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. Well, I was going to say, like, at the same time, you know, you, you don't want to be a dick. No. You know what I mean? You, like, no, 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 if no, you no. know a guy's got injuries, you know, figure out something else to do. Absolutely. While you train with that person. Yeah, and that's the beauty of jiu-jitsu. Like, I mean, yeah, I've trained a ton of times recovering injuries. I just changed how I play the game. Right, me too. Where I, where I protect my injury, but I can still have fun and hang out with my friends. And it's and not like choke we each other out. Right, and we won't. It's not like if you have a bad injury, we won't just sit there and like flow roll. 
or take our time yeah. or maybe just redo the technique for the five minutes. I do want to say you that know? if you are injured, like, like if you're injured, don't train. Yeah, don't train. Show, I mean, if you if you can show up to class and do the move, like drill the moves and the techniques and hang out and be around that good energy, that's good. That's awesome. You should do that. Yes. But if, if you have like a, a serious injury or maybe it's not so serious, but it's an injury, don't train. Don't train. Don't but, try to fight through but it. But also, you can go to Get class and watch. Yes, you can do that too. I don't know how many times when I was injured, I would just go to class like a normal day so I wouldn't fall out of my routine. Yeah. So I keep the routine, but I was just sitting there watching everybody on the mats. And you don't even understand how much you absorb when you do that. Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. A good thing to do. It's so good to do, to just sit back and watch is actually so informative. Yeah. Because you're like, you're like, oh, wow, look at how this person's moving now. Look at that. Because now you're looking at everybody. You're not in there just doing your thing. Yeah. You're watching everybody. And you get to see so much more. But Professor Tim told me one time, he had an injury. I think it was his groin injury a, a, a couple years ago. And... I was like, oh, no, it was his knee. It was his knee. And I was like, I, I come up and I slap hands, and I'm like, okay, so what do I need to? And he's like, you don't need to worry about a thing. You just take care of you, and if I need to tap, I'll tap. And ever since he told me that, I was like, I could go through my list of injuries with everybody that I roll with, mm -hmm. or when I get to the point where I know I can't handle it, I can just tap. That's it. And so I do that instead. And, like, some people will be like, I'll be defending the arm bar, and as soon as they put their back into it, I just tap real quick, and they go, what happened? And I go, that's all I can defend. That's it. It's over. You won. That's it. Reset. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. that's it. It's all I got. But if I was to sit there and tell you, Oh, well, you can't arm bar this arm because of this show. I got this show. I got this. You know, it's just, it became a point for me. It just became too much to explain because mm -hmm. both my shoulders suck. Both my elbows suck. My right hip is worse than my left hip. And now my left knee is worse than my right knee. What the fuck, dude? I basically, basically, I would be like, don't touch anything. So it just, <laughs> it's so stupid. Right. You know, so I get to the point now where I absorbed what Professor Tim told me. And they're like, do you have any injuries? And I go, you just do what you need to do. And if I, I need to tap, I tap. That's yeah. it. That's it. Because That's I know it. my body. So I know what I can defend. I know where I can defend it. I know how I can do it. And I know when I can't. So when I get to the can't. That's it. You won the you round. Just do the best you can. Yeah, because all we're going to do is reset. Yeah, that's we're a beautiful do it thing again. about jujitsu. So it's uh, de de destroying that ego enough to allow me to just go, yeah, I'm not breaking my arm for this dude. Here we go. Let's reset. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what they say. When the ego dies, the soul awakens. Yes. So, you know, yeah, it does. It's, it's, it, it is incredible how that all happens, you know, because I do feel like my soul and myself are in a way, way better place today than they ever have been before. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good note to uh, end this podcast on. Hell yeah, Yeah. Man. Uh, Eliza, thank you so much for coming back on Thanks the podcast. Thanks for having me back, Chris. Um, oh, dude, I'm so, I'm so glad everybody has a good time when they come on. I really do. <laughs> I mean... I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, but I do want to let everybody know, 
You got to send an email uh, to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com if you're interested in the Topher merchandise, everybody. And I did, uh, I do have little stickers. Uh, I'll try to, yeah, I'll, I'll attach a picture in the fucking video. But if you want a sticker, uh, they're probably going to be about three bucks each. I don't have a price on the t-shirts right now. Uh, so send your emails if you're interested. And of course, I hope everybody out there enjoys their Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later. I got to do it.